Grace, mercy, and peace unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not very often that Jesus explains what it is that he's saying, right, as we read the scriptures, but today in our gospel reading, he does exactly that. He tells us exactly what the parable of the sower means, which makes my job easy. Don't need to have a sermon, right? All joking aside, there's certainly more to be said regarding what this parable means and certainly how it is applied. There's more to be said than simply do not grow tired in doing good. Do not grow tired in proclaiming the gospel because the seed of faith planted by God's word may produce fruit. But there is another way to take away that we can have a portion of, the, um, but there is another takeaway from a portion of this text that was skipped over. Uh, the, if you notice in our reading today, there was a chunk of scripture that uh, bridged these two passages. And it's from there where I'd like to draw our attention to today. Because in this section that was left out, Jesus is speaking why he is, he's explaining why he's speaking in parables and why he is speaking clearly to his disciples. And the reason is simple. That the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who hear the word of God and believe it. Take the preaching from this pulpit. For you who are here and believe, the sermon does normally make perfect sense, right? You know what is being discussed. You know how God, how the word of God is applied. And you do not need to have every dot connected in order for it to make sense and be applicable to your life. As a result, the Word of God impacts your life and shapes your life and, and your daily living. The, the clearer the sermon is, obviously, the better. And it is for that reason why the sermon exists. The sermon exists to expound upon the scriptures that you read and that you hear, so that you may hear, understand, believe, and live according to that faith and that your life is conformed to the scriptures. But for those who may hear a sermon and do not understand and do not believe, it's a little bit of a different story. Or perhaps even in your own sharing of the gospel with your friends and neighbors, they may not understand and do not believe. They do not have the kingdom of heaven among them because they reject the key to understanding the scriptures, the key to understanding the parables, Christ himself. In his word. The kingdom of heaven is hidden from those who do not receive Christ at his word because Christ is the key that unlocks the scriptures so that we may understand and believe the scriptures and understanding everything through the lens of his cross. After all, Christ in our midst is where the kingdom of heaven is. Apart from faith, the soil of our heart is not ready to receive his word. Christ is the one who prepares the soil of our heart to hear the gospel, to understand it, and believe it. And he does this through the preaching of the entirety of his word, right? Both the law and the gospel. The word of God preaches us to hell, showing us how deep our sin runs. And the one who has no understanding cannot be ready to hear the gospel as it lifts you up 
to show what Christ has done to save you from your sins, death, and hell. Someone may hear the word of the, the word of the kingdom of heaven, but they do not understand. That is, that they do not know or know how to avoid the evil one who comes to snatch away that which has been sown in their heart. Instead, they persist in doing evil, persisting in sins that have been revealed to him as sins, and he loses that which was deposited in his heart. Oh, how we pray this in the Lord's Prayer. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We pray this so that God may defend us from this happening. Just as Christ says of the seed that was sown along the path. In the same way goes the one who receives the seed of the word of God on rocky ground. They hear the word of God and believe it with all joy. Their faith is beginning to grow. But it's not before long that their faith dies out before they can produce any sort of fruit. It was a faith that was not firmly rooted in the scriptures, but rather rooted upon other things. And yes, friends, we can ground and root our faith in a whole host of things. We can ground our faith in the programs of the church, such as Sunday school, youth groups, or any other particular group or even Bible study. All things of which are good. We can even root our faith in service projects and how we serve our neighbor as a community of faith. These are all things that are good and ought to be desired, and we ought to participate in them. However, none of them are a substitute for the foundation of the, of the divine service which Christ himself instituted. Because it is there in the divine service, in, in church, that we hear the word of God proclaimed and proclaimed clearly. And it's there in church that the kingdom of heaven does dwell in our midst in the Lord's Supper, where the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed. These things are given to you weekly, and they're given to you regularly, because we forget them on a daily and weekly basis. In like manner, we forget that which is truly important, that the forgiveness of sins of which we receive first before anything else is what the gospel is all about. If we do not cling to the forgiveness of sins, we have nothing to bring us through tribulation and persecution. Without the forgiveness of sins that Christ has won for us on the cross, the gospel is nothing and something else will inevitably take its place. And our shallow roots will be uprooted and will be tossed away with the wind as the seed is and shallow ground. The gospel seed sown among thorns does no better. The lack of being rooted in God's word and the forgiveness of sins causes them to be deceived that something else is more precious and better. This faith gets choked out. There is always something that longs to pull us away from the church Perhaps it's the pursuing of becoming the next athletic superstar. That's a trap that many parents and children are deceived to think, that their children, in taking them to sporting events or other extracurricular activities, instead of taking them to church, that they will inevitably get that college scholarship and possibly go pro 
neither of which are certain. In the same way, we can be deceived that we will not live a fulfilled life if we do not take the job with higher pay that causes us to work every Sunday morning and to forsake our traditions and that which is truly necessary. We place importance instead on the things of this world instead of the things that are truly necessary. Yes, even our work can get in the way of causing us to grow deep in our faith in the Word of God. But for the one who hears the Word of God and understands, the seed of the gospel is planted, takes root, and grows as if on good soil. They order their life in a way that clings to Christ, His Word, and the forgiveness of sins. They see how the kingdom of heaven is necessary for their life today and every day because of the truthfulness of God's word. It shows them their deepest need and what Christ has done for them to save them from sin, death, and the devil that plagues this world and life. The fruit of such a life is fruit that cannot be taken away from them. It's blessed by God, and it is blessed abundantly. Even in ways that they did not expect, right? It does not guarantee a luxurious, easy, and prosperous life. But it's a life that is well-ordered, trusting that God will take care of their every need, and that they will truly be without any want. And the fruit of such faith is that which many desire. Such is the kingdom of heaven. Many desire to hear the word of God proclaimed clearly and truly because it does touch our deepest needs. But even though Christ speaks in parables to those who hear and do not understand, to those who have faith, he speaks clearly. And the word of God does what he purposed it to do. You see, the kingdom of heaven is like this. The kingdom of heaven is like a church on a corner off of a busy road with a bell that calls all who have ears to hear to come near and to hear so that the gospel seed may be sown indiscriminately among them into the hearts and into the ears of all so that some may hear, understand, and believe that Christ our Savior is coming to bring an end to this dark age. And at his coming, he is seeking a fruitful harvest of souls where his gospel will be sown indiscriminately. And that by regularly hearing and believing his word, they will be kept through the tribulations of this world and brought to their eternal home. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. The peace that passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.